I'm Yoe Shaw. I'm Kia Miakonatis. We're the hosts of the NPR podcast, Invisibilia. You can think of Invisibilia kind of like a sonic blacklight. When you switch us on, you'll hear surprising and intimate stories. Stories that help you notice things in your world that maybe you didn't see before. Listen to the Invisibilia podcast from NPR. For NPR Music, you're connected to All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan. I have new music from Slater Kenny from what will be their 10th album since the now Portland-based band began making music back in 1995. This record was put together as a duo, just Corin Tucker and Carrie Brownstein. They expanded the group at the time of recording. Here's Corin and Carrie to tell us about the obstacles to making this music and about a song called Worry With You. Hey, this is Corin Tucker of Slater Kinney, and I'm here to talk about getting together and making music for our new album, Path of Wellness. It was a very specific time um, when we wrote this album. It definitely was during the lockdown in Oregon. And we did wait and quarantine at our homes. We were, you know, in the middle of a European tour before we started working on the album. And so when we came home, we did definitely quarantine. We followed the rules and just stayed home by ourselves and quarantined. But we did really want to work on music during the pandemic. It just felt like such a vital outlet during that time. And so we did decide that we would become a musical pod. That was something that was allowed in Oregon was to form a a pod outside of your household with, you know, no more than six people. And there were just two of us. And so we figured that was allowable. And I would go over to Carrie's house and in her office, we would play guitar sometimes and just think about different things. And we didn't know what the future was going to hold for us. You know, we didn't know at that point if our tour was going to be canceled that summer It eventually was, but at the time, you know, we were thinking like, oh, you know, we're going to get through this whole lockdown thing and then restrictions are going to be lifted and we're going to be playing these outdoor amphitheaters and what if we tried this cool guitar thing or, you know, tried something more experimental in this song and, you know, we kind of were able to daydream a little bit on this record and think about playing outdoors and we longed for it in a lot of different moments of the pandemic. I mean, there were times when we thought, we were going to be leading up to that in the summer of 2020. And then we finally got word that that definitely wasn't going to happen. And that almost just spurred us on to to keep playing music and to keep hoping for the day when we would be able to play in front of people again. And so I think there is kind of like a yearning in this album for connection with people in person again. I think the song Worry With You sees romance as a collision of neuroses between two people. We all have to exist with life's uncertainty and chaos, so let's transform the steps into a choreography of ambiguity with someone else so that you feel less alone. So I suppose it's a love song, but it's a love song about embracing the messiness of each other, delighting in the romance of a shared anxiety, and passing that worry back and forth like a valentine.
That's Slater Kinney. This song, Worry With You, is from their 10th album called Path of Wellness. And that record comes out June 11th. There's new music from the UK artist Billy Martin, and it's a more amped up sound than I've heard from her in the past few albums. The record is called Flora Fauna, and the song I'll play is called Human Replacement. Hi, Bob. It's Billy Martin, and I'm here to talk about my song Human Replacement, which is a bit of a departure in many ways, stylistically and musically. It's something I've never attempted before, and the subject matter kind of had to match the enormity of the song. And that is one to do with not being able to go outside as a woman um, at night um, or any type of day for that matter. And it's a problem that I have every single day and I know that many others do as well. And I just felt like it needed to be addressed. um, So I decided to talk about it. And me and my friend Jo Wheatley have made a video to accompany and essentially I have to take a tank to go and get a pint of milk. um, And that's what safety precautions need to be taken in order for me to feel safe. And there we go. So this is Humour Replacement, and thank you so much for having me.
That's Billy Martin. The song Human Replacement is from our third album, Flora Fauna. It comes out this week, May 21st. And that over-the-top video Billy describes of her riding down the streets in a tank can be seen on the All Songs Considered website. The group Sleeper Sound has a new album coming in August that I love. They describe themselves as coming from Chicago to Milwaukee by way of St. Louis, Missouri. They have a song called Silence Otherwise that I want to play. They say it's a song about the moment you realize something is slipping away that won't be back the way you remember it ever again. And the process you go through to put it into context, acknowledge it, and forge a path forward. Here's more from Sleeper Sound. Hello, Bob. My name's Dan the Jaco. I'm the drummer in the band. And I'm Dave D'Antonio. I play guitar, synths, and sing. And Silence Otherwise was recorded in our studio in the summer of 2020. Height of the George Floyd murder, the election. The band was in its own little bubble. Uh, I'd say we were the only humans we kind of saw in the flesh for many months. This song took a long time to write. This song is really about change, particularly how we respond to personal loss. Thanks for playing it, Bob.
The music of Sleeper Sound from their album Idle Voices, which is out August 6th. We'll take a break, and when we return, we hear how a duo recreated Peter Gabriel's album So to celebrate its 35th anniversary. And you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. Support for NPR and the following message come from BetterHelp, offering online counseling. BetterHelp therapist Hesu Jo shares the unique benefits of therapy. Being in therapy is this very intimate, unique experience to have this other person see you, this other person acknowledge who you are and accept all of it, you know, and like figure out the bits and pieces that you don't want to accept to change that stuff for the better. Even if you're not struggling with something necessarily, but you just want to learn a little bit more about who you are, you want to function a little bit better in your relationships with people or change the way that you approach habits. Doing that together with somebody else can be very powerful and impactful to talk this out and process this together as two humans. To get matched with a counselor and get 10% off your first month, go to BetterHelp.com songs. It's All Songs Considered. I'm Bob Boylan. On May 19, 1986, Peter Gabriel released a stunning solo album called So. The sound of this record was simply phenomenal. Big drums and big bass, brilliant lyrics, and Peter Gabriel's unique voice. You can hear a little of that in this lead-off track called Red Rain. Now, 35 years later, Lauren and Daniel Gones, the husband and wife duo known as Lowland Hum, have reimagined the entire album just in time for that 35th anniversary. They call their record So Low, and what they've done to honor this record is just so beautiful and quiet. You could have a big dipper Going up and down all around the bends You could have a bumper car bumping This amusement never ends I wanna be your sledgehammer Why don't you call my name Oh let me be your sledgehammer This will be my testimony I talked to Lauren and Daniel last week about putting their version together of this album, and there were quite a few challenges. We just had our first child in December. Oh, wow. And this Peter Gabriel thing started out as kind of like, I was kind of joking, then it became kind of a challenge, because we've always loved this record. And then it was like, how are we going to get back into the studio? It's just such a change. It's such an adjustment. As much as people tried to prepare us, it, no one could have prepared us impossible. for <laughs> When we had the baby, it was like, oh my gosh, we cannot <laughs> can we do anything, anything at all. Done? Like we can barely eat. We can, you know, it was like, right. it was beautiful too, <sighs> profound, you know, all this, all those other parts of it were right. totally true for us too. But this record was sort of how we got back in the studio and sort of started working again. And really it was the timeline. We wanted to release it on the 35th anniversary. Um, so that put and a... so we had this deadline from our, from our distributor, like, hey, we need the files by early April. And we were like, all right, we're, we're going to start working again. It was kind of a beautiful 
way to re-enter because these songs are so, there's a lot of catharsis. There's a lot of profound psychology in the songwriting. Lawrence said it, a bunch of the songs seem to have a lot of emotional intelligence. And so it felt like a really helpful world to inhabit. When it, we did not feel very healthy ourselves. Yeah, when we felt so <laughs> stretched and sleep yeah. deprived. And it's also such a great record. I don't know that we would have attempted it where we fully rested. We would have realized this is, you shouldn't, you shouldn't mess with this one because <laughs> it's such a masterpiece. It's so beautiful. And, but our inhibitions were lower because we were so sleep deprived and Basically, for like two months, every time our son fell asleep, we would turn the monitor on and sprint out to the studio and just go, go, go. And kind of we'd see him start to wake up, and then we'd kind of say, this, this take better be the one. Lauren, do you remember the first time you heard So? Really, probably only five years ago, which is, is sad that I've been missing out on it for so much of my life. Wow. But it was the kind of thing that Daniel had been giving it a lot of time, and then he was like, you really need to listen to this in its entirety when you can, like, pick a time when you can sit down and listen to the whole thing straight through. Daniel, I'm assuming you were born right around the time this uh, record came out as well. Yes, I was born in 85. It came out about a year after I was born. Actually, today is my birthday. No kidding. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. So uh, I was a year and one week old when it came out. (laughs) I used to do this thing with a bass player friend of mine where we would send each other a recommendation of an album. We would both listen to it. Then we would just have a long conversation about the record. And this was one he had sent me. Actually, a friend of mine who's a poet had, had sent me Mercy Street and said, you, you just need to listen to this. It's totally insane. And I was already a huge fan of that. And as Lauren said, I think listening to the whole group of songs, it's just kind of, I mean, the, the arrangements, the recordings, and the songs themselves, it, it, it they feel very connected. And it feels like you're in a kind of set-apart universe while you're listening to that. And, and the vocal performances are incredible. And then here you are, the two of you, trying to take that on. That seems so insane and tough. And When I would have moments of despair, Lauren would say, this you, was your this idea. This was your idea. You pitched this. I said, are you sure you want to try to do this right after we have a baby? <laughs> <laughs> and our manager, too, was like, um, y'all never had a kid. Um, it's not, it's not low impact um, having a kid. And and we did think, well, we could just cover a song or two. But once we had started, the way each song related to each other song, it just seemed important to kind of go the whole way. And and really, honestly, we've been so isolated. It was a it was a really helpful way to re-enter because we were basically inside of the Peter Gabriel verse for like two months, and we're just kind of each we have these melodies in our heads all day and all night. We and yeah. as you re, you probably remember from early parenthood, there's not really day and night at first. It's just kind of like you're just kind of it's a mega day. Yeah, just a mega day yeah. for rolling a couple months, and rolling on um, and on and on. But you know, like I said, as soon as he'd be asleep, we we would say, okay, all right, don't next is don't give up. All right, let's think about it. What can we do? And it's like kind of like it really focuses you. You you realize your limitations in a new way. So you. Love this record. It's one thing to love a record. It's another thing to recreate it. What did you both, I'll start with Lauren, what did you discover if there's something you discovered in this by doing it as opposed to just hearing it? I I think I noticed this in the beginning of my relationship with this record, but all the more in trying to recreate it was just the marriage of playfulness and vulnerability in these songs. Those two things exist 
very naturally within the world of this album. And also that was a great space for us to inhabit coming out of newborn land of just being able to be where we are in our vulnerability and the fragility of that space. It felt like a really fragile time for me as a new mom. And then also um, having some space to kind of blow off some steam and silliness. Those things were really a gift. I'm going to play um, In Your Eyes. Um, Is there something, uh, maybe Daniel, in this song that you uncovered, discovered, came to after thinking and learning it and finding a way to interpret it? Some of the phrases in In Your Eyes are so unusual for a song that is so well known and loved. To say that in someone's eyes you see remnants of all of these sacred spaces and remnants of all this existential searching. There's a line about, I see, what is it, a hundred churches or? A thousand thousand churches. Yeah, Um, the doorway of a thousand churches. Yeah, it's really a series of complex images and it, it comes across so naturally and so, it's so beautiful and there's a real simplicity, but it feels like the simplicity of someone who's been through a lot. When you're speaking to someone who's processed a lot of what they've been through, they can speak with a, a kind of, there's substance to it. It's, it feels like it, it really hits you, even if what they're saying may be straightforward. Like I think there's a line in, in, in your eyes where he says something like, when I'm sad, I drive, I drive out in my car. <laughs> But the way, it, the way it hits you is like, man, I know that, like, I know that drive. I know, I feel what you are saying. And so it, it's a pop song, it's a love song, but it has this kind of more cosmic feeling to it where you're thinking, he is looking in someone's eyes and is there all this unseen swirling around? And um, I get this, that feeling in many, many moments on this record. That's awesome. So uh, I'm going to play... Uh, in your eyes, and um, thanks for doing this, and happy birthday, Daniel, happy birthday to So, and happy, yes. <laughs> happy birthday to your child. And, oh, thanks. Uh, wow. Thank you. Yes. Lots of beginnings and lots of things and good things to remember. And uh, in 35 uh, years from now, when your child is uh, <laughs> wow. 35. Wow. Hard to imagine. <laughs> it <crazy>. happens. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, remember this moment. Love I get so lost sometimes Days pass And this emptiness fills my heart When I want to run away I drive off in my car But whichever way I go I come back to the place you are All my instincts, they return And the grand facade so soon will burn Without a noise, without my pride, I reach out from the inside. In your eyes, the light 
That's a song in your eyes from Lowland Hum. It's their take on the Peter Gabriel song and honors his album, So. Their remake of the entire record, which they call So Low, is out on the album's 35th anniversary, May 19th. On another peaceful note, I've been loving the calming sounds of a project known as Greenhouse and a record called Music for Living Spaces. And I just heard another song from Greenhouse that's not on that album. In fact, it was a cover of a song from 1958 by jazz pianist Bill Evans titled Peace, Peace. That's P-E-A-C-E, P-I-E-C-E. The song from Greenhouse is from a collection celebrating 25 years of the label Secretly Canadian titled SC25. It's also a benefit record with a goal of raising $250,000 for New Hope for Families, which Secretly Canadian calls the only Bloomington organization where families with children can find shelter together. Here's Greenhouse to introduce us to their version of Peace, Peace. Hi, this is Olive Artizoni from Greenhouse. I was so excited when Secretly Canadian asked me to write a cover of Peace, Peace for their 25th anniversary fundraiser. It happened to be one of the songs that inspired my first EP. 
I felt like it carried so much emotion in such a simple form, and it became something that I aimed to capture in my own work, especially on my new album, Music for Living Spaces. I hope this song brings you joy. Thanks for listening.
The music of Greenhouse, spelled G-R-E-E-N-H-O-U-S-E. The song Peace Peace is on a collection of 25 songs celebrating secretly Canadians' 25 years, and it's also raising money for New Hope for Families in Bloomington, Indiana. I'll stay in the peaceful lane and take you out on music by Briars of North America. The two cousins Gideon and Jeremy met through a pair of family funerals and realized they both lived in Brooklyn. They became friends, then they became collaborators, and have been making music together as Briars of North America ever since. They also added a bass player, Greg Chudzik. I'll go out on this ethereal track sung in a language truly their own. I'm Bob Boylan for NPR Music. It's all songs considered. Hello, Bob. This is Gideon of the Briars, and it's a pleasure to be on the show. Sala is one of those rare songs that, at least rare for me, that arrived whole. And one night I was playing the piano, this repetitive part, over and over again, and the melody and the form of the song just came out. And it came out in this language that I kind of think of as primordial language that I've been experimenting with for really since I was a little kid, but more seriously in the last 10 years as a, as a real practice. And, and I make gestures in my body and in, in my hands that then give rise to the shape of sounds in my mouth that has become kind of this meditation on the origins of language and what kinds of emotions can come out from that and memories and maybe mythologies, cosmologies. And for me, it's sometimes much easier to express my emotional state in this way. And so this is the first time that we've recorded one of these, but there's probably many, many more on the way. And some of this language makes its way into other parts of the album. So thanks for listening. i 